Greetings, listeners and fellow podcasters. Here we are on this Tuesday, June 15th of 2021. I'm super excited to bring these three great topics to the docket today. Courage, vision, and staying motivated. So specifically about staying motivated in times of stress, while working in a toxic environment, and when employees don't feel valued. The first two topics are brought to us by Mr. Jeff Booth, and the last topic is a collaboration from a great team that I get to work with. Mr. Tim Linton, Miss Alita Honablu, and Miss Stephanie Guthrie. Guys, thank you for the great span of topics. We'll have a great time discussing um, how to build and sustain each of these. Now saddle up, because it's time to Charlie Mike. Right, so topic number one. So uh, I have a really cool article that I read by Miss my Miss um, Sherry Gordon from a site called VeryWellMind.com. Motivational site gives a lot of great uh, techniques and things that you can do to to kind of keep yourself more more motivated. Um, uh, super cool. Check them out. So that's again uh, by Miss Sherry Gordon at VeryWellMind.com. So what is the definition of courage? So the definition of courage is mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. So one more time. Mental or moral strength to venture, persevere, and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. Super, super important. Um, in, in the article that Sherry wrote, it's, it's entitled Seven Ways to Feel More Courageous. Now, I'll just kind of go on through these real quick. Uh, maintain a healthy perspective. Let fear teach you who you are and how you handle things. F- fear can be a motivator. Um, fear doesn't only have to scare you. It doesn't only have to cripple you. It can teach you a lot about who you are. It can teach you a lot about what you can handle and what you can't handle. Okay. Identify your strengths. What are you good at? And what are your, what, what are your opportunities? What, what are the, what are the things that you need to work on? Right. Examine different scenarios. There's always a, there's always a better way to build a better mousetrap, right? There's not one way of doing things. If, if leading teams across my entire 25 years of leadership has taught me anything, it is men and women are so resourceful. They're so, their skill sets there's skill sets out there that you don't even realize that you have until you tap into them, okay? Um, practice leaving your comfort zone. This one, ladies and gentlemen, is super, super important. Do more of what scares you. No growth comes from from within your comfort zone. If you know if you want to if you want to bench two hundred pounds, you're not gonna do yourself any any favors by staying at one ten. You know you can bench one ten all day long. You know, maybe twice on Sundays. But if, if your goal is to bench 200 pounds, you got to work up to it. You, 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 you know, you add weight. Um, again, do more things that scare you. Reduce your stress. Unwind and decompress. Meditate. Go for a walk. Listen to nice, soft music. Whatever it is that you do to unwind or just eliminate stress from you altogether. Do that. It, it definitely uh, definitely goes a long way. Celebrate courageous actions. Pat yourself on the back and celebrate small wins. You know what did you what did you do today um, that that you were fearful of? What did you do today that that made you conquer 
that stress, that fear. You know, did you did you climb an extra rung on a ladder? Did you go to the did you go to the the 15th floor of a crazy tall building? Um, you need to celebrate those things. Uh, you know, did you did you like me? I'm terrified of bees. Uh, I, you know, I went out in my backyard a couple um, days ago when I was doing the lawn, and I killed a wasp hive. I'm there's nothing more on this earth that I'm terrified of than bees. So hey, kind of stepped out of my uh, stepped up stepped out of my own box there. Um, use some spray to kill kill those wasps, and you know that to me <laughs> that to me was courage because I'm definitely afraid of bees. Okay. Um, and the last one she talks about is welcome failure. Another super, super duper important, um, topic or, uh, idea that people forget because while painful, this is where the growth happens. Failure can teach you a lot. It can teach you about, it can teach you about how you plan. It can teach you about how you pick yourself up and dust yourself off after uh, you've suffered a, suffered a tragedy or, or, or a loss of some sort. Failure can be a good thing. It doesn't always have to crush you. If, fa- if failure always crushes you and you never learn anything from it, um, you may, you may want to go ahead and reevaluate uh, the way you, you look at things because it shouldn't be. You know, failure should be failure should be a really good teacher. Okay, all right, all right. So again, those seven things, uh, you know, seven ways to feel more courageous. Being being having courage, that's a super super cool uh, skill set that I know not only employers want, um, relationships. It, it, you know, it doesn't matter. But uh, being courageous, it's um, it takes some practice. You know, just like with anything else in life, it does take some practice. So, so just follow those seven steps. Again, go go to uh, verywellmind.com and check out some of the great articles that they have there. All right, moving on. Uh, the next topic for tonight is vision. Boy, oh boy, vision is a very, very, very um, important strategy uh, to not only leading a team but to any organization out there. All right, true leaders have a vision. They have a potential to view the present as it is and to invent a future culminating out of the present. A leader with a vision can foresee the future and can remain in the present. Um, A vision is an end towards which a leader can spend and direct his or her energy and resources. All right. What, What does all that mean? All right. Having a vision. Navigating where you want to go. What does that look like? You know, um, whether it be a fitness goal, whether it be eating, eating healthier, whether it be being stronger in your in your marriage or any type of relationship, whether it be family, friends, uh, co-workers, what does that look like? You know, more often than not, people say, well, I have a vision. I have a vision that we're going to do this. OK, clown. Uh, what how, what do you mean by that? You know, anybody can have a vision. But if you take, you know, big Fortune five five hundred companies, um, they always have a vision statement. I, I, I challenge you to go to any other websites and peruse around uh, their menu, and I guarantee you they have a vision statement. So start out with a vision statement. The vision statement should say something about you or us, if it's with a team, the organization, the operating environment, a a a, a dream. Okay. Uh, when you read it, it should tell you or your team where you're going. 
it should not be able to substitute a vision statement for other organizations inside and outside the industry that you're in, meaning it's indicative and special for you or your team. It's non-transferable. Once you write your vision statement, that is for you and the select group of individuals that you are um, trying to get together to accomplish a certain task. Does that make sense? You know, my vision, uh, my vision for my team is not going to be um, a vision for the adjacent department that I work to or work work next to. It's just not. It's going to be uh, very indicative to the individuals that I work alongside and what we want to accomplish, either monthly, uh, quarterly, yearly. Um, it doesn't matter. All right. So, you know, what do we get instead from from uh, some of our leading corporations? Vision statements that offer no inspiration, no energy, no destination and no difference from other organizations. Unfortunately, that's that's true. Um you know, more often than not, some vision statements are very empty. Um, they are they aren't personal. They aren't uh, you know they don't lean towards toward a certain number of metrics or metric. So what I've done is I, I went ahead and I've chosen a vision statement from none other than Disney, super huge company, right? Uh, happiest place on earth. So this is. Um, Disney's vision statement. So let bear with me here. So Disney's vision statement says to entertain, inform, and inspire people around the globe through the power of unparalleled storytelling, reflecting the iconic brands, creative minds, and innovative technologies that make our that make ours the world's premier entertainment company. They I mean big bold and audacious statements. And you see that? Let me go, go read it one more time. So Disney's vision statement is to entertain, inform, and inspire people around the globe through the power of unparalleled storytelling, reflecting the iconic brands, creative minds, and innovative technologies that make ours the world's premier entertainment company. Fantastic. So that's just one example of um, a vision statement that, that a company organization, team, whatever you want to call them, can create in order to tell the organization, tell the people that that are working there, where are we going? What do we want to do? Yes, you live in the present, but that vision statement is going to allow you to see an end state because what ultimately do do you want to do as a team, as an organization, collective group, whatever it is, what do you want to accomplish? And, you know, having a vision statement, very, very important. Um, you know, quite frankly, if, if you don't have one, you're probably destined for failure. And a vision statement doesn't have to be some, you know, theoretical process. It doesn't have to be some thesis. It, it just needs to be a few sentences that tell that tells your team the five W's, who, what, when, where, and why, right? All right, guys, moving into our final topic for this evening. Um, this one's going to be a little lengthy, so I apologize now if you're, if you're uh, on your commute and you have to do this in two pieces. But uh, I, wanted to, um, I wanted to take special, special time with this one, and that's staying motivated, specifically in times of stress, while working in a toxic environment, and when employees don't feel valued. Uh, I was kind of perusing around and doing some research, and there is a website uh, called Inc., Dot com. That's I-N-C 
Com. And this article is written by uh, Lolly Daskal. And uh, what they talk about here is there's 19 specific uh, tips for staying motivated. And you can mold these into all the three, all the three things that we just talked about. Stress, toxic environment, and uh, when people don't feel valued. Uh, the last one is, it's, it's pretty critical. When people don't feel valued, we'll, you know, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that at the end. Um, you, you, uh, you, have to, you have to maintain a, um, a positive stance um, throughout your team. All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and go through these and uh, let's have some fun. All right, understand your why. Man, you've heard me sell. You've heard me say that that a couple times, right? Sometimes it's not so much the what or the how that matters, but your why, the purpose behind what you're doing. Being clear about what you're working for can give you um, the stimulus to stay on course. Makes sense. It can motivate you to stay on course. You're like remember why you started in the first place. You see those quotes all over the place. Define your goal. Define goals, put uh, put your ideas into action mode. It's the vital step between planning and doing. There's a lot between planning and doing. Um, you know, uh, if, if you're if you're not doing, then you're just you're just sitting on your ass, right? So that's a it, it's a, it's the defined step between planning and doing is defining your goal. Create a clear vision. Didn't we just talk about that? Create a clear vision. If you want to succeed, you must create a clear, compelling vision, something that you can relate to and resonate with. If it doesn't speak to your heart, it won't motivate you to stay on target. Create the highest, grandest vision possible because you can achieve only what you can see. Shit, I'm going to tattoo that on my chest. That's awesome. Create a clear vision. Produce a plan. Once you have a goal in place, a plan will take your vision and break down the steps you need to get it done. A goal without a plan, as we know, it's just a dream, folks. A goal without a plan is just a dream. You're just spitballing, okay? Look for the bigger picture. When you when you have to stay motivated, think of the bigger picture. How does this relate not only to yourself but to others? Remember that those those people. Remember those people that don't feel uh, appreciated. How will it continue um, to something important? Where will this make a difference? To accomplish more, think bigger. Keep it positive. Positive thoughts lead to positive actions, and self-affirming statements will help you achieve your best. Take control of how you think, how you feel, and how you act. Positivity will help you make the choices that lead to accomplishment. Approach tasks in new ways. Okay, remember, always a better way to build a, build a better mousetrap, right? Approach tasks in new ways. Some, sometimes just getting started might be the problem. Just getting out of bed, just getting to the gym, just getting into your car, that might be the problem. A different approach might give you a new perspective and more energy. Break goals into manageable tasks. Small bites of the cheeseburger, guys. Small bites of that cheeseburger. One important key to your success will be your ability to break down your goals into short-term and smaller single tasks. Keep things manageable. Don't bite off more than you can chew because if you do that more often than not, you're going to get unmotivated, you're going to get overwhelmed, and you will quit. And listeners to my podcast, quit is not in our vernacular. You feel me? All right. Get organized. Make sure your workplace is uncluttered 
so your mind can be organized. A calm environment gives you a better chance of being more efficient and productive. (sighs) Man, I tell you what, getting organized that's half my battle because once I get organized and once I've got a clean workspace and what I, once I've got an area that I can actually call mine and um, and work from, things become so much easier. That's why I created this podcast room. Um, it's great. You know, I don't I don't have to worry about uh, I don't have to worry about being in a closet or putting two TV trays together in order to, to record this podcast. Now I've got a cool little desk and and uh, a nice little recording studio, if you will. Right. Tackle procrastination head on. Guys, 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 procrastination. That is the crusher of dreams. It is the crusher of motivation. Don't make excuses or waste time rationalizing why you haven't already started. Don't bullshit yourself or don't bullshit other people, okay? Instead, try to uncover the real reason for the delay and get to work immediately. The best way to begin something is just do it. Just begin. Take that first step. Jump off the ledge. And you know what? Instead of putting your putting your big toe to do a temperature check in the water, just dive in. Cuz guess what? After you swim for a little swim for a little bit, water's not cold anymore, right? Makes sense? Don't make excuses. Do not make excuses. We've already talked about that. Seize the power of deadlines. Setting a time limit for an activity will enable you to assemble your resources and materials towards accomplishing things you might not otherwise get done. A suspense date. A no later than time. Guys, you got to set deadlines for yourself. If you're just sitting there and saying, oh, well, you know, I'll get this done in six weeks. Seven weeks will go by and you still ain't done it. You got it? Stop multitasking. Don't divide your attention, but give your full and undivided self to the task at hand. When you do, your chances of success go way up. This is a funny one. Uh, I once had a boss that uh, argued, you know, he had some pretty good arguments on why, you, you know, we couldn't multitask. Like, there's no such thing as multitasking. I tend to disagree, but, you know, Give your give the task at hand your undivided attention. Make your focus what you're trying to accomplish. Because if you're sitting there and you're trying to you know write a paper or do a blog or something like that, and you know man I gotta I gotta load the dishwasher man I gotta put a load of laundry in I gotta I gotta I gotta sweep the floor or I gotta go outside and wash my car. If you multitask, you know nine times out of ten you're never gonna circle right back around to what you were doing in the first place. And chances are you've probably lost all the critical thoughts and thinking that it takes to, 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 to complete that task. So um, don't multitask. Just focus at the, at the task at hand, okay? Starve your distractions. This one I really, really love. Do what you need to do and stop being distracted by people, tasks, or electronics. Cell phones. Devise strategies to help you start and complete tasks without any distractions or inter- interruptions. I can tell you what, guys. Closing my laptop... Um, putting away my cell phone unless I'm listening to like music or something uh, that's helping me kind of clear my mind and 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 you know you know maybe you know, uh, mow the lawn because I you know I always mow the lawn and have have my earbuds in or whatever. But take away your distractions. If you're trying to write a paper, don't be watching Days of Our Lives. Don't be watching some stupid show on TV like I do some days and wonder, oh man, it's been two hours and I've got like one paragraph written. Distractions. Killer, killer, stay in the zone, right? Everybody has a zone. 
Right? Whatever, whatever yours is, you need to find it and stay there. Your best and most productive work is usually done when you're in the zone. Ask yourself how to create the perfect environment for you to, for you to do your best work and to keep it until you're done. Keep it until you're done. If you're in the zone, stay there, baby, because that is great energy. That's great vibes. Stay in the zone. Focus. Choose success. Choose to be successful. Then stick to your choice and see it through to a conclusion. By creating a mental picture of yourself successfully completing a job, you can increase your chances of success. Guys, I do this. I act, I act certain things out like a Broadway play, man. I'm, I'm kind of envisioning myself, man, what, what's it going to look like when I'm able to bench press 200 pounds? What's that going to look like? Uh, you know, I could give myself a small little victory party. And when I envision myself throwing that weight bar off my chest and pushing it up with all my might and actually doing it, it gets me fired up. It gets me real fired up. That's actually a really good technique. Just visualize success, okay? Keep it fun. Another important one. If you seriously want to stay motivated, find a way to make it fun. Fun is not the enemy. It's a great motivator. Trust me, guys, you're going to have some jobs out there. You're going to have some tasks out there that just completely suck the life out of you. Talk to my team. They know. There are things in in their night, every single night that they do, that... It just sucks the life out of them. Keep it fun. You can have fun in anything you do. Make a game out of it. Make sure your troopers are motivated. Keep it fun. Harness the power of optimism. Believe you can accomplish something. Uh, believing you, excuse me, belief that you can accomplish something is essential to your ability to do it. Optimism is the foundation of progress. Optimism is the foundation of progress. Be optimistic. Don't sit there and kick your own ass and kind of and kind of beat yourself up when you haven't even you haven't even gotten halfway yet. That's toxic. That's failure waiting waiting to happen. Don't do that to yourself. Reward yourself. Learn what it takes to get yourself to complete dreaded tasks and set up a system of rewards for completion of those tasks. Hey, you know what? I I completed my marathon training or I ran more miles today than I ever have in my entire life. I, you know, I'm going to treat myself to a cheat day. I'm going to go have some crazy, cheesy, awesome pasta or some fried foods. You know, I, I know a lot of uh, a lot of fitness experts out there are probably just, just cringing like, you know, nails across a chalkboard. But you got to reward yourself. Set up a little reward, reward system, whatever it may be, and stick to it. Because you're, you're, you're patting yourself on the back. You're saying, you know what, man? Good job. Good job for, for, for sticking it out, you know? And the last one that we will talk about um, for this topic is visualize yourself succeeding. Visualization is a powerful technique that can, that can help you focus, stay motivated, and achieve your goals. By creating a mental picture of yourself successfully completing a job, even the worst tasks can feel like part of, of, of achieving something big. Remember, motivation starts from within. Find it, keep it, and make it work for you. All right, guys, so that, um, 
those those were 19 items that we went over um, rather rather quickly, but uh, I, f I felt like they, they have a lot of merit. The one thing that I want to touch on real quick before we, we close today is um, employees that don't feel valued, um, that don't feel important. That, that's, that's a topic that uh, is near and dear to my heart. Those 19 things that we just talked about, yes, they can help you. Um, they can help you kind of visualize what you need to do in a situation like that. But um, here's the bigger issue. You need, to, you need to be personable with your team. Um, you know, you don't, you don't have to be best buds or anything like that, but you need to, you need to get on a personal level with them. Don't, don't, we've talked about this in the past guys. Come on. It, don't start out with, um, visiting them and automatically asking them about their metrics for the day. Uh, that's just not a good way to open it. You know, ask them how their weekend was, ask them how their kid did, did at the softball or baseball game. Um, you know, what struggles are they, are they, are they, uh, having in life that you can lend guidance to. I'm not saying do do it for them because everybody, you know, everybody's got to put their big girl, big boy pants on and, and, and kind of figure things out. But when people don't feel valued, you're you're already ha you already have a sinking ship. And that's uh that's definitely cause cause for action. You have to make your team know that you care and that you generally care. There's a difference between checking the block and generally caring about your team. Um, it, it, it costs nothing to care for your team. And if your, if your environment won't support that, if that's not the way your organization runs, that's, uh, that's where you got to step up. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to step up as a leader and you do what's right. Because I guarantee you, you show those employees that, that they are value added and without them, that the structure would fall and we, and, and we as a team would be completely, uh, invaluable. If you if you show them that, if you show them that you care, that you have their back, um, you know, just like we talked about in a couple of episodes back, um, praise in public, punish in private. If you stick with that, I guarantee you, your team's going to walk on water for you. I know mine does. Um, you know, without my team, I'd be worthless, completely lost. And uh, you know, if you guys are listening within the sound of my voice right now, guys, I, I appreciate. Every last one of you, uh, you know, I appreciate you more than, 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 you know, um, it, I look forward to, to going to work every single day because you make it worth going to work every single day, uh, getting to see your smiling faces, learning. I learn something from you guys every single day. And, and, and I hope you know that, uh, this is a shout out to you saying, thank you. Thank you for what you do. And thank you for making me better. So guys figure that out. Uh, making, making, making sure that your your team is valued. That's that's so vitally important because if you if you can't, then nothing else I'm talking to you about in these episodes is going to matter because it just won't. All right, so we went through uh, we went through a couple of topics today. Um, you know, some some serious more, uh, but but all I think value added and some things that you uh, that you kind of kind of got to put in your tool belt, right? So uh, I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, again, for listening. It's always a pleasure to bring you critical topics that are not uh, that not only help you grow, but help you grow your teams as well. Having vision, courage, and staying motivated are definitely three tools you definitely want in your kit bag. Leadership is not easy, guys, nor is life. But the way in which you let it control you is. Don't give in to anyone or anything to have the power over you. 
you control yourself. Check me out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or leave me a message or text on my Google voice number at 509-255-3659. In the immortal words of Mr. Mike Tyson himself, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. So remember, hands up. And Charlie Mike. Bye now.